want to thank Serve Pro of Beechwood, our newest sponsor, and Jack Coslin, the owner. They serve all of Northeast Ohio, not just Beechwood. They specialize in disaster cleanup that leaves your home or office like new, like it never happened. Flood and water damage, fire, mold, and they say even blood and guts. Not just any Serve Pro. Seek out Serve Pro of Beechwood. That's Serve Pro Beechwood, ShakerHeightsClevenHeights.com, 216 216- 464-4498. Operated by a former All-State wrestler from Beechwood, we love Serve Pro of Beechwood. Blood Time, the podcast that speaks to the bond, the emotion between coach and athlete at the interscholastic and intercollegiate level. Each interview Each segment will reveal that bond and what was learned, how they were transformed, and what each athlete took to the world at large from that transformation. These stories will warm your heart and astound you all together. Submitted for your approval, now it is blood time. Welcome, guys. This is Coach Cimarroni, Blood Time. I want to thank my last two-part guest, my brother, Dr. Scott Peters. Uh, did a two-parter. It was heartfelt. It was candid. It was all, all in, man. He was phenomenal, and he left us some great words of wisdom and also some funny stories, too. Um, today, I have an absolute Hall of Famer uh, from one of the most iconic high school programs in any sport, let alone wrestling. Greg Urbis, the head coach for over 30 years at St. Ed's. Welcome, Greg. Good morning. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for being in here. I love you're in your St. Ed's green, white, and gold. (laughs) Good to see you. Good to see you. So, Greg, um, you know, obviously uh, St. Ed's is pretty much the pinnacle of any sport in high school in the state of Ohio and arguably in the country. And it was started by, uh, you know, a visionary, Howard Ferguson, and you had the opportunity, obviously, to to know Howard. Let's talk a little bit about Howard and what was his vision when he started to take over wrestling at St. Ed's in the 70s. I think it was in the mid-70s, correct? Right. Uh, first, Joe Figler was the person that started the program. And okay. his first year was 1959. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had Frank Romano coach with them. And you know, I thought Tony DiCarlo did coach too. DiCarlo, Holy yes. cow, that is an absolute cradle of coaches. <laughs> Holy cow. And you had a superstar during that time, uh, Alan Freed. Yes. Who's a, you know, uh, I've known Alan since he was a young man. Yes. And I had the uh, honor of having him as an assistant coach one year at Beachwood when I was head coach for the second time. And now I think he's over at Western Reserve doing a really good job. What was that like for the team when, when Ferg uh, passed away? Via that massive oh, attack. That was, it was devastating. Sure. A lot of tears. Yes. It's a lot of tears. And uh, so that <laughs> happened in October. And geez, you know, three weeks later, we have right. to start the season. Right. So he said, well, we can't replace him. Right. There's no replacing him because he's, he, we will do our best to carry on the sure. way he would have wanted it. Yes. And uh, we just went from there. How did you rally those te- this team? What did you do as the leader and then as a coaching staff to really get these kids focused on just doing what they have to do well the schedule helps a lot uh we okay. make a we make the schedule real real tough and ferg sure. was real big into that 
because sure. it makes it easy for the kids to come into the room knowing that they've got some major competition into the week. Right. And it focuses them on their drilling and their life sure. and their uh, everything, their conditioning, et cetera. Uh, so we kept that up. We tried to make a, a real tough schedule each year. Okay. And uh, that, that, that really drives the program. Well, so what you're saying is keeping them so busy that they don't have time to really have anything but that in their minds. Well. Or as much as possible. Knowing what they have at the end of the week. Gotcha. You know, what a challenge they have. Sure. So the, the sport is so challenging as it is, plus plus the schedule that we had. Wow. Yeah. Uh, we had Dave Rowan come in that year. Oh, wow. So he started teaching. He taught for two years at St. Ed's uh, Math. He just got out of Edinburgh. Okay. And uh, so he was our main coach wow. for those first two years, the uh, 89-90 and 90-91 season. Right. And uh, he ran it totally different than Ferg. Ferg ran it uh, – he had the big 66 drilling, yes. then the big 88, then the big 100. I okay. mean, it was about 35-minute drill before cool. before we went live Wow. Uh, when Ferg ran it. And then they'd get a drink of water, five minutes, eight minutes, yeah. and then go six partners. Wow. And he would have them go, uh, a lot of times, uh, five of the five of the partners were takedowns only for six minutes each. Holy cow. And the last partner was jumps, uh, yeah. 12 jumps, 30-second goes. And that was it. Mamma mia. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, and, that's uh, something. Yeah. yeah. When, Dave, something. yeah. yeah. <laughs> when Dave came in, he, he did it. He was not structured like that. Okay. But he got all the work done. Well, he was sure. taught by Mike Deanna. There you go. At Edinburgh. There you go. So he had the Iowa way of doing things. Sure. Which I had no clue what he was doing. Gotcha. Going, geez, oh, man. Gotcha. Uh, but you just let him go, man. Well, had to. I mean, yeah. he, he's a two-time All-American. He knows a little bit more than I do. You know, well said. Yeah, a, a yeah. ton more. You hired a great guy. Let I, him do his job. I'm just, yeah, I'm just yeah. watching. I'm just trying to take that in, saying, "Geez, what's he doing?" But sure. he was, he was pretty amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, you know, you had to, you had to regroup because you didn't win the title in '88. Right. You lose Ferguson right yeah. after that. So you recommitted. We won it in '89, though. Oh, that's Ferg true. Went yeah, out. yeah, yeah, that's Ferg true. went out with is a it, win. Yeah, win. that's right. And so you recommitted and won it, and then of course you lose lose Ferg, and then you bring in Rowan. So the '90s really were an amazing decade yeah. for you as well. Who in, you know? I, I want to get to to the core of blood time. Right. Who inspired you? I mean, you know, I was also a very average wrestler. Okay, so I know that I Marino inspired. I wanted to be him. I wanted to impress. I wanted to impress him. Yeah. You know, I, I was motivated by him to be a coach. I knew I couldn't do it no matter how hard I worked. So when I went back, I want to help other people do it. Who inspired you to be the coach that you have turned out to be? Well, right after Dave left, after two years, he went to Madison, I believe. Uh, John yes. Heffernan came in. I coached John in 1980. He was an 84 grad at uh, St. Ed's. Sure. And he had just come off of uh, five years at Iowa. He's a captain wow. his senior year, two-time wow. All-American. Yes. And he wrestled at the Hawkeye Wrestling Club after that okay. and then he uh, for a year. And then he uh, was assistant coach down in Miami of Ohio. Nice. For a year. With Chuck Angelo. Yes. Yeah, sure. And then he came back uh, up north to, to Cleveland. And uh, uh, bam, he took over the show. He's just unbelievable. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you've been saying that since I've met you. Well, it's true. It's, yes, yes, it's true. He, he, he gets better every year. So he inspires you. Oh, yes. He, he, he is so 
he's like a Spartan out there. He really is. Yes. You know, you watch 300 and that, yeah. that's John Heffern. Well, he's a Hawkeye, you know, sure. he's an Eagle. He's a Hawkeye right. and he, he has right. a Spartan mentality and right. he is, he's something else. He's, he's tremendous. Uh, refuses to take a pat on the back. You know, uh, he's, it's amazing. He's humble like that. His, his, it's all about the kids. It's not about him, sure. you know, and it's, yeah. uh, it's fantastic. Well, that's great to hear because, you know, humility is rare today in our society <laughs> and thankfulness, gratefulness. You know, if you can just go through life being grateful and humble, man, I think you got it knocked. You got a very peaceful life. And so it's great to hear that. It must be that philosophy that you have in the room as well. And having said that, he's also the brother of Jim. Am I correct? Right. And Brian. Brian, Brian, his oldest brother, he was our first state champ. And then okay. Jimmy was a two-timer. Jim, yeah. Jim well, graduated in uh, 82. 82, right. And That's Johnson what I'm saying. I, was, I think I was wrestling with that round robin. But he also has, they also have a sister, Beth. Yeah. And Beth married a good friend of mine who's also on this program, Barry Broom. Jeez. So, and Barry was a John Carroll kid that I coached who's done extremely well. He's running the Economics Council at Sacramento, and he was our third guest here. And he says that family is fantastic. They are so, something. Yeah, they really are. So a huge shout out to John Heffernan and an inspiration to Greg Urbis. Yes. So Greg, you know, having said that, John Heffernan now, so the 90s, the first decade in the, in the 2000s, and of course, this past decade of the teens, if you will, an incredible run. Just tell us some of the stats, if you have some of the stats of, of some of the individuals, four-timers, three-timers, mm. teams. Why don't you reminisce and take us through this incredible who's who of, of wrestlers, well, not only in high school. Yeah, it is a who's who. We had uh, we have four four-timers. Uh, That's amazing. Ryan Lang, and sure. the Palmer brothers, and Dean Heil. Wow. Um, St. Ed's has uh, eight three-timers. Wow. Yep, and it, it's pretty amazing. It's Alan Freed, and Eddie Jane, Mason Lenhart, right. Mark Jane, Matt Coase, Sean Nemec, Jamie Clark, and Dominic Abenayer. Oh wow, that is crazy. And then we have fourteen two timers. It's amazing. How many how many team titles do you have? Uh, we have thirty eight. Thirty eight. Yeah, that's including the duels. That is just yeah. incredible. And how many individual state championships do you have? We have 111. 111 yes. state titles. That is just astounding. It is. It, it, it really is astounding. And it's a uh, mark of excellence that uh, is based on, of course, transformation. So you're bringing people in and you're inspiring them. You're, you're motivating them. Uh, you're giving them pretty much what they need to succeed. Um Tell us a little bit about some of the guy. You know, I, I the four timers are fantastic. I mean, you know, obviously, uh, Dean Heil. We had uh, George D. Camillo yep. on. Uh, he was just uh, our I think our 18th episode, and he was talking about how you know Dean Heil was his nemesis, right? And I uh, ended up obviously uh, uh, falling a little bit short of his national title to Dean, right? A two-time national title uh, yes. titleist. Uh, but tell me a, a story or two about somebody that came in that super surprised you based on the, the, the coaching, based on the philosophy, based on the family that St. Ed's, somebody that you didn't expect, and then all of a sudden says, wow, here we are, you know? Well, Ty Walls. Ty Walls. Uh, I think he had like seven or ten matches before he ever got to high school. Wow. Uh, he was basically a football player, okay. a linebacker. And um, 
So he made every mistake in the world, you know, being a rookie out there. Right. And he was a big guy. Um, but but his work ethic was unbelievable. Sure. And he attacked the, attacked the weight room after practice. Uh, and Heff is amazing. He sees the stuff in him. He okay. sees, you know, uh, tenacity. He sees a uh, work ethic. And uh, that that's that's the the name of the game. Sure. And uh, he ended up winning his senior year. He uh, uh, won junior nationals and becomes a three-time All-American at Virginia Tech. Crazy. Yeah, and he's on the Olympic ladder. And it's fantastic. I'm not sure what number he is right now. Sure. So he was somebody that surprised you, but probably didn't surprise you after you really got to know him. Well, his the work ethic was incredible. Yeah. Um, he, he wrestled. I mean, the practices were rough and tough, and sure. he, he wrestled with a smile on his face. Gotcha. He just loved it. He loved sport. Yeah. He loved the sport. That's fantastic. Tell, tell me a little bit about what do you think is the reason you've had this incredibly sustained 40-year you know, series of excellence. What What is it? What's the special sauce? That well, there, there's a lot of things. Uh, one thing, you, it's the CYO program and the Y program. Okay. They gave us kids that had a great basis. Uh, sure. You know, a lot of the kids starting in fifth grade in CYO and, and the Y program, they probably started even younger than that. Right. So those kids had uh, and were coached by outstanding men. Gotcha. You know, that had a lot of experience. Oh, my gosh. The names that you've just said. Are yeah. Like a who's who, a Hall yeah. of Famers. I'm just going to Jerry Biggs and Swift. Yes. And Convery and Mason, O'Donoghue, Franz, Stark, Belazi, Liani, Chambers, Savetic. These guys were coaching them. And then the, right. at the Y program, you got Marty Spann and Seiko and uh, Hunter and Mariola. Jeez, oh, man. It's you, a who's who. You can't who. go wrong. You can't go wrong. Uh, and, something else was told to me by uh, Latessa. Okay. He was at Lehigh, and then he coached down Lakota East. Yes. And he says the reason Northeast Ohio is so far ahead of everybody else is you've got a tradition. Northeast Ohio has always been great in wrestling. Right. And the kids went on to college, and then they come back and bring the higher-level technique back sure. and uh, uh, methods of coaching Yes. back to Northeast Ohio. He yes. said down in Cincinnati, they don't have that. Wow. I mean, they're starting, they're starting to crank it up, but uh, – but he said that to me, and here's an outsider telling me that. He knew the difference. You know, that's the special sauce. I mean, there's no question about it. With Beechwood, uh, that was the special sauce when we brought back Scott Peters. Sure. You know, he was Ohio State guy. Yeah. He, he learned from uh, Doug Blueball and Russ Hellickson and Jim Jordan. <laughs> he was talked about it, and all of a sudden, he's in the wrestling room. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's fresh out of Ohio State. And so that's really where the situation has. And now I'm at Chagrin Falls and I brought back Jake Goodwin, who was an All-American at Notre Dame under uh, Sonny Marchetti and yeah. Frank Romano and uh, Anthony Ralph. And boom, all of a sudden we're getting, we're getting not, not bad, you know, yes. and that's quick. And so that is definitely a special sauce. Well, when I come back from the commercial break, Coach Urbis, uh, I want to talk a little bit about the future of St. Ed's. We'll be right back. I want to thank JTL Construction, run by three former wrestlers, Jeff Leonard, Jason Effner, my co-founder of Wrestlers and Business Network, and Mike McLaughlin, started in 2004. They the total project excellence from concept to completion. They're general contractors, construction management, development, third-party project management, and these guys former wrestlers, former coaches. Actually, I, th I think Jeff still coaches. Wonderful guys and supporters of 
the uh, St. Ed's program and the great Greg Urbus. We want to thank JTL Construction. Reach out to them at builtbyjtl.com. Again, Jason Effner, Mike McLaughlin, and Jeff Leonard. Thanks so much, JTL. Hey, we're back here with Coach Greg Urbis, legendary St. Ed's coach of the legendary program. Uh, Coach, I want to talk, we talked about some phenomenal individuals, coaches, wrestlers. Um, I want to talk about the future, but before that, who in your estimation was the greatest high school wrestler you ever saw in that role? I can't say. Okay. (laughs) Because... (laughs) I'm just amazed at so many of them in so many different ways. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Would you say if you if you had a uh, challenge match, what would be your dream challenge match if there was two guys that you could put together from all different eras? Jeez. Would it be like maybe Heil and Freed? How about Jimmy Heff? He's Jimmy a four, Heff. four-time All-American national champ. Absolutely. I saw his his runner-up uh, match after he won one. Sure. Uh, he took runner-up in, in Maryland, and he yeah. got stiffed. I think he really think got stiffed. I think you're right, yes. Jeez, I mean, you can YouTube that and yes. take a look. And how do, how is this? Exactly right. So he was he was phenomenal. And, uh, of course, Greg Linsky, you know, no, Of course. Jeez. Just something unbelievable. Yes. Right? Just just to see it is just got to be just amazing every day. Do you ever take it for granted? Did what? you ever take it for granted, or you just no. say, "Oh my gosh, this this is just I, I, every day. It's like paradise." Well, it's it's amazing. We take a look at the charts in a room. So we've got the national championship uh, charts from right. uh, Heffernan, Wright, Freed, and Bertine, and Heil. Yes. NCAA charts, and and you see all our state champ charts. You know, we got 111 in the room, but Day one is is wrestling. We got to get them in the stance. You sure. know, we well, don't sir. even. I don't even think about that. Jeez, we got better get them in a great stance. That's yep. the first thing. I, yep. I'm working with the freshmen and JVs now, and that's the name of the game, right? It all starts off with a stance, and uh, we try to force feed wrestling into those kids quite a bit. We've got 20 out of our 51 kids play mm-hmm. football. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's great. So, yeah, well, some of them have zero experience. That's great. And though. you bring yeah. them in and. Basics, basics, basics. Sure. Uh, yeah. And we'll see what kind of coach you are to take it. a kid that's brand new and uh, yeah, exactly. try to get him to compete. And exactly. a lot of pats on the back, okay. you know, uh, okay. when they struggle and they're, they're super aggressive and then they, uh, you know, make a mistake. Someone does a slide by them or whatever, snaps the heck out of them and right. they end up uh, turning the wrong way and they're pinned. And yep. then they're wondering, why do I go through this hard practice? Right. And well, it's experience. Exactly. I, I hear what you're saying. So what do you think is the future of, of uh, the team now that you're kind of on the sidelines? Yeah. So tell me a little bit about how that feels and what do you think the future is for St. Ed's? Oh, it's going to be tremendous. Uh, Coach Heffernan does a great job. He's got uh, uh, Ryan Fair and Gus Sako coaching with him. We've got uh, Brian Heffernan's coaching with us well, after I'll... retiring from uh, the police department. That's fantastic. Yeah. Gus Sako was on with his uh, son, uh, I mean, uh, Guy Seiko, Guy yeah. Seiko, his father, yeah. and we had Audi Entienza in, yes. which was a it was a great roundtable, and we really want to thank both the Seikos because uh, they've been a sponsor of our program. So yes. it's great, great, great program and great uh, company, Defense Soap. But but please go ahead. Um, 
So we, we always have, for all these years, we've had a, a week clinic and we would bring in outsiders from uh, either great coaches or great wrestlers from the college ranks to, to give us clinics. And, uh, geez, our coaches are checking it out. They're learning from them. Sure. Coach Heffernan's got an eagle eye on these guys, seeing anything that uh, needs to be added to okay. uh So it's always a growing thing. Uh, he's always trying to learn. He's always telling the kids, hey, you got a spare, time, a spare moment, you know, YouTube this or YouTube that yes. or watch the Big Ten channel, see yes. what wrestling is at the highest level, what works, what doesn't work, what Brilliant they're doing. Brilliant advice. Yeah. Brilliant. And, you know, it's so easy for them. Yeah. You know, they almost kind of take it for granted, right? Because we didn't have that. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I would have loved that, right, uh, to see that. But um, I love that advice because I, I give the same advice. Be a student of the sport. Yes. Be a student of life. That's how you get better in anything, right? You know, you got to learn from better people or from different viewpoints. And I love that you bring in all these different types of coaches and different walks of life into a situation at St. Ed's. And I think that you probably learn, you know, from the student, right? Sure. And I have, I have a, a, a saying, the student teaches the teacher. You know, the student becomes the teacher. And I've had so many of those opportunities with guys that I've coached now that have come into this studio and have taught us so many uh, unbelievable lessons. So the, the, the future for St. Ed's is bright. Very bright. Uh, coach has got a preliminary schedule for next year. Okay. It is a, what a challenge. Jeez. And uh, I think the kids are just uh, drooling about it. You know, they, yes. they want to get it going. They love the sport. Love um, and he, he works it. It's a process, you know, from uh, from November the first week to, mm -hmm. to the end of the season. It's all building towards sectional district states. Yes. And uh, guys are going to lose. It's a, a rough, tough schedule. You're going to sure. lose. And, and you learn from it. It's, sure. it's not a big deal to lose as long as you learn something from it. Right. And, you know, uh, we, we say here, fail forward. Yeah. Right. Uh, George DiCamillo talked about that as well. The book, Fail Forward. We love that uh, mentality. And, of course, you guys embody it because, obviously, you failed, but you've also had a lot of success because of that. And uh, I think that maybe our sport to, can be a little bit of a strength for our society at this oh, point. Oh, yes. Right. Yes. Because we are the anti-social distancing sport. Well. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't get more not social distancing than uh, the sport of wrestling. And so we're, have to, we're going to have to be, as coaches, uh, a little bit uh, courageous. Well, the wrestlers are. I'm, I'm in awe of all wrestlers. Okay. Uh, just to think about, you know, taking responsibility when they put their foot on the line. Sure. And it's on them. Sure. And uh, if it's... They get beat. They got to fix it. They right. got to figure out why, with right. along with their coach, and um, just think about that in society. How many take responsibility for their actions? Right. Well, wrestling forces them. Yeah. Uh, it's no. It's, it's not a secret about all the CEOs that uh, in the United States. So many of them have wrestled. Yes. They because have. they have to, had to take responsibility for their actions. They had to fix what doesn't work. I, I agree with it's you. It's fantastic. You know, uh, Jay Goodwin, my assistant coach, calls it. Very honest sport. Oh, yes. You can't hide. Can't hide. Nowhere you know, to run, nowhere to hide. <laughs> exactly. And the ability to be flexible, the ability to be innovative, 
the ability to be have courage in those decision-making processes, but also to be humble because our sport humbles us. Oh, geez. Right? Yes. So have the gratitude, have the humility, but also have the courage and the innovation and the flexibility and the intellect to make those decisions that we need to make in this changing world. Yes. And this environment is, uh, is a bit uh, off-putting at times, and right now it's definitely off-putting. And we're going to have to maybe look to our sport to be a vision or a light to show the way to maybe the society. I don't know if we want to put that much on our sport, but uh, maybe so. Maybe so. What are your thoughts on that, Greg? Um, I think tremendous leaders come out of the sport. I know that they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I was reading a, a book, a, a fellow that was a Navy SEAL, and the fellows that got through SEAL training, sure. the best were, were wrestlers. Of course. Because of workouts, you know, uh, Yoshi told me a story. Yoshi Nakamura. Nakamura. Now, he was a two-time state champion? Two, yeah. Yes, sure. Um, For for the bank that he was working with, they sent him over to England for, I'm not sure if it was four weeks, five weeks, or something like that. And it was from nine to three every day, just pounding information into them. Yep. And he laughed at the the number of people that were bellyaching about it. He was on the phone laughing. I said, oh, oh, why are you laughing? He says, well. Think about it at Penn. You know, you had a 6 o'clock workout. You had sure. to go to Wharton School of Business, and they're oh not going to give you any slack. <laughs> then you had another workout, and you yes. might have to go out at night. He said, this is nothing. This nothing. is nothing compared to wrestling. Yes. He was laughing. He said, I love to have those guys come in a room and try to wrestle. Yes, and exactly. then And then compete academically. Jeez. Absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of that, we've had 25 kids uh, wrestle in the Ivy Leagues. That's brilliant. It's unbelievable. That is brilliant. And – Coach Heff really worked real hard with the kids on the grades, you know, emphasizing sure. that this is a short period of time. Right. You know, you, you've got the rest of your life, and mm-hmm. he wants them to be, you know, grow up to be great young men sure. and great dads. Yes. Oh, and, gosh. Uh, you so know, important. it's just fantastic, the, yes. the messages that he gives the kids. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm inspired, yep. Greg. I've always thought you're just a great human being. Uh, I've always loved being around you. I don't know you that well. But I've got to know you a little bit better today, and I'm so proud to have had you in here and share these stories with these incredible names, (laughs) individuals. Um, And it's interesting, too, because, again, talking about Yoshi, what he said, Barry Broom echoed the same thing. He said he when he got in, I think he was in some job where he got hired and everybody's, you know, looking at at each other, knowing that they're not going to be here. He goes, no way, I'm going to be here. You know what I mean? It was like maybe 60 people in this room that was hired for a sales job. I don't know what exactly what it was. I can't remember. But he knew because he went through John Carroll's wrestling room <laughs> that he was going to be here. And it's the same mentality that I've had an, um, an honor to have when I've had some wrestlers work for me. They just outwork people flat out. Matter of fact, Jay Landolfo sure. worked for me. He was, a, I think, a two-timer for you guys yes. as well. Yes, and he went to North Carolina. Yeah. Yes, Jay. exactly. So... Greg, I, I wish St. Ed's the best. You've been a, a, a tremendous, incredible uh, flag planted here in Northeast Ohio for our sport, but also for humanity and for the people that you've graduated out of your program. My best to John Heffernan and his staff moving forward. Uh, and I wanted to see if you could leave the audience with one or two thoughts coming out of that philosophy and coming from your heart as to what... St. Ed's and Greg Urbis is all about. Well, Ferg left us with a couple gems. Um, First one is uh, use the sport. Don't let the sport use you. Oh, wow. 
and uh, that, that that means open it'll open doors for you if you're true to the sport it will open doors one way or the other open doors for you love that you always put that in perspective and uh, never give up on a kid and that was directed at us coaches sure. never give up on a kid he says an adult hey they've had their time you sure. know i mean if they're not going to change they're not going to change but never give up on a kid uh, greg linsky told me some great stories about uh, how ferg had shaped him sure. and he owes he owes the world to him oh, wow. for uh, being a tremendous mentor but uh, those are the two things that i think are so important never give up on a kid and, and uh, use the sport don't let the sport use you I absolutely love those. Yeah. Those are just brilliant. And I know that you live those. Yeah. And you've passed those along. And I want to thank you so much, Greg. Thanks, for Coach. For being in here. Oh, gosh. It's my honor. And, um, you know, my last thought to you is don't not be involved. Oh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm coaching freshmen. Okay, JVs. good. Oh, yeah, that keeps good. us hopping. Good, because we need you. I mean, Coach yeah, I just turned fun. 80. Yeah. And he's still the assistant coach over at the middle school at Beachwood. So we need brilliance. We need love. We need that, what you bring to the sport until you can't do it anymore. And uh, really, I'm really very hearted, heartened that you're still involved with well, these you know that's a big shout out to the grade school program coaches of course the patience they have with oh. these young kids it's unbelievable i couldn't do it they're fantastic they're like mr rogers <laughs> <laughs> you know yep absolutely well greg thank you again thank you guys this is coach cimarroni we had a phenomenal guest greg urbis from the wonderful saint ed's wrestling program we are all blood love to all Our next sponsor, Infinite Search Solutions, is Northeast Ohio's premier recruiting and placement service. They make it easy, fast, and simple to find the right people to help you build the perfect team. I personally know Matt Burns and his team. They will find you the candidates you need. Call them today at 440-249-0485 or visit them on the web at www.in-finite, that's F-I-N-I-T-E dot com. Matt Burns, thank you so much. We love you, Infinite Search Solutions. Coach Cimarroni, and I'm reading to you a heartfelt tribute to Coach Urbis from Jeff Leonard, founder of JTL Construction, in his words, spending 25 years coaching with Coach Urbis has taught me so much on what it means to be selfless and put the needs of others in front of your own in order to help them reach their goals. To coach is a huge responsibility, and the impact you can have on a young man can truly change their lives for the better. Coach taught me what it all starts within and being the best version of yourself every day in order to give the most of yourself to those you want to help. That message has driven me to want to be a better businessman, husband, father, and human being. I am forever grateful to Coach, that's Coach Urbis, for the opportunities he's given to me and for the lessons I've learned being on his staff over the years. To come full circle, it's been an incredible experience getting to watch my own son come through the St. Ed's feeder program and have the privilege 
to be around Coach Herbis the way I got to. Thanks, Coach. That's from Jeff Leonard. Coach Simino, love to all. Hi, this is Maverick Peters at Maverick Podcasting Network. I want to read this from Mike McLaughlin. Coach Urbis has meant a great deal to me. The principles he taught while I was a student athlete at St. Ed's and the way he taught by example made a lasting impression. As Coach Leonard referred to, Urbis taught me to be the best person I could possibly be, to get the most out of everything you do in your life. I truly use these principles to guide me through life as a father, husband, coach, and in business. I am truly grateful for having been around him, and I guarantee that every other person who has interacted with him would say the same. The world is a better place because of Coach Urbis. Thank you.